Blog Talk Radio. Raw living is a state of mind, a way of being in alignment with your body. Raw living means you put yourself and your body first. Your host, Gita Sadu Rob, is the founder of Nosh Detox, located in the UK. They offer innovative raw food smoothies sold across Europe. You experience it in your skin, your body, and your mind. And now it's time for Living Raw Radio. All right, everybody. All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? You have a great, great day. I'm Nate, the producer. I'm here to uh, let everybody know that this is Living Raw Radio. And our normal host, Gita, City Rob, is uh, not going to be able to be here tonight due to uh, life changes. Um, this is a live radio program, so as you know, because it is live and we do live a life outside of radio, um, sometimes it intrudes upon uh, our very nature of what we try to do here. Um, so I, I was asked to kind of lead in a little bit to a recorded session that we had. And uh, they were nice enough there at the offices to send me a recording. And the recording has to do with uh, one of our nutritionists, Angie. And this is uh, Lunch with Angie and How to Lose Weight. Now, just to preface this a little bit, um, we're going to have that part of the program. And then we are going to play an extended clip of a prior interview that we had about Buddhism. Uh, afterwards to fill the rest of the time. Um, now, if you're new to the show, please make sure that you favorite and friend the show here on Blog Talk Radio. I know that there's a lot of people out there in the world that don't know what Blog Talk Radio is. And if you are an avid listener of Blog Talk Radio, and especially the Living Raw Radio uh, network here with Gita, then I would suggest to you all to make sure that you have the opportunity to tell a friend and get them to sign up for Blog Talk Radio as a listener. And then while you both are listening together as a community, you can take your time and then take the opportunity then to spread that wealth even to another person. Um, this radio program is archived, obviously. And not everybody can listen to it live, and we do appreciate everyone that can. But the biggest thing that we're trying to do here at Nosti Talks is to give our awareness of what we've learned over the last few years to you and to bring in the best guests we can to give you knowledge that you can arm yourselves with to have a healthier, better life. And that's why we have the Living Raw radio show, because we want you to be living raw. We want you to be living the life that, that you can to the fullest. And Gita is a... Uh, is an amazing person, and I've learned so much from her. And having the opportunity to be able to produce her shows is is really a, a great opportunity for me to to basically glean all that knowledge off of her directly, and and to put it into use in my own life. Uh, as you know, I live in the states, and we here across the pond. We have an opportunity to 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 indulge ourselves in things that 
normally, you know, you probably wouldn't want to indulge in, like, fast foods and stuff like that. And I, I know back in the U.K., you know, fish and chips were my favorite. And, you know, obviously drinking lots of beer and having fun with my friends. But, uh, no, here in the States, it's, it's, it's even more rapid. It's just, it's terrible. So when I get an opportunity to make Gator and have an opportunity to taste her product and, and to use it, it, it was a, an enlightenment to my life. I've lost so much weight, and I've had an opportunity to, to become so much healthier for it. My white blood cells uh, counts are way low now. Uh, my immune system's working so much better. And uh, anyway, let's get to it, uh, shall we? And uh, I just want to make sure that everyone there understands that this is, like I said, not a live recording, but it is a recorded, and it has very, very useful uh, uh, tips and tricks that you can use to help you in how to lose weight. And uh, this is Lunch with Angie. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Lunch with Angie. I do hope you're well and enjoying this lovely sunny day. Today we're going to talk about why can't I lose weight. Hmm. Now that's a bit of a tall order. As you know, we are all different. Some people can't lose weight for one reason. Some people can't lose weight for another reason. But we all have a starting point and the starting point is to eat healthy meals throughout the day and to drink plenty of water and to exercise. So whatever our issues are on why we can't lose weight, we must always start with those health factors to get the ball rolling. Lifestyle and general physical influences have a role in weight gain. So I'm wondering, do any of you have the following factors? Do any of these factors I'm going to mention to you pertain to you? So do you take steroids? Are you diabetic? Do you need to take certain pharmaceuticals and have you had to take them for a long time? Do you suffer from stress? Are you trying to quit smoking? Are you overeating? Do you eat big portion sizes? Do you drink excess alcohol? Do you find that there isn't enough time to exercise? If any of those relate to you, then that could be a reason why you are not losing the weight. Have a good think about that, okay? Now, there are some general physical influences, for example, water retention. Water retention refers to an excessive buildup of fluid in the circulatory system, body tissues or cavities in the body which can cause weight gain. So some people automatically know they've got water retention and some people wouldn't know the difference between water tension and having gained weight through fatty deposits. Genes play a, you know, a physical influence on the body. We're all responsible for our own choices to some point. You know, our ability to lose and maintain weight is determined by our genes. One of these genes causes the body not to produce enough leptin. Leptin helps you to feel satiated. And satiated means that you to feel full. What you can do is actually always have a small salad as a starter before your main meals because the salad will help you to feel more satiated. Food intolerances. Now that can be an issue. For example, if you have a bit of a pooch, you know, where your tummy sticks out a little bit, it's a bit distended. If you see that happening on a regular basis 
and you feel you are exercising regularly and you are eating well, then the distended tummy could be due to fluid retention caused by inflammation and the release of certain hormones. In addition, there is fermentation of foods in the intestines which can result to a swollen distended tummy. You know, mixing lots of foods together can irritate the tummy which can cause bloating and also certain allergies or intolerances can cause bloating. Your metabolism, that can be a big part. Thank you very much for the question that came through. The question was, I've been on a calorie counting diet for 10 days, eating 1,300 calories a day and have only lost one pound. Is it the type of foods I'm eating? Well, the question to this is, yes, it could be, but it could also be your metabolism. Your metabolism turns your food and drinks you ingest into energy. A slow metabolism results in fewer calories burned each day. The fewer calories burned, the higher you risk for weight gain. So if you do have a slow metabolism, you will need to go on a healthy eating regime for longer than others to help you reach your health and weight goals. You do have to keep an eye on carbohydrates. However, carbohydrates are a very important food that we must eat on a daily basis and one should never, ever not eat carbohydrates. It's all about the type of carbohydrates you eat. That is the key. Brown rice, lovely. With a salad and some lentils, you have a perfect meal there that gives you the essential proteins that you need for growth, repair and mental capability. If you eat the wrong type of carbs, I'm sure we all know what the wrong type of carbs are, uh, white bread, white pasta, too many biscuits, too much cake. If you do this on a daily basis, those carbs are going to only give you a short burst of energy, then your energy will drop and you will want to eat more to try and get a more sustained energy. But for example, if you eat brown rice and short whole grain organic rice is the best rice to eat. If you eat short whole grain brown rice that is great for sustaining energy not putting weight on um, and it's great for cleaning the bowels as well so look at the carbs you're eating another great complex carb is fruit and vegetables and juicing fantastic so yes metabolism can play a big part in how long it will take you to lose your weight water retention also will play a part in that and genes and food intolerances another physical influence would be hormones if your ratio of progesterone to estrogen is disturbed you can find that the excess estrogen causes fat to be stored in the abdominal area that becomes more and more common in women maybe over 35 you will sometimes if you become estrogen dominant for one reason or another it can lead to your body which can lead to a pear shape uh, also known as fat around the middle so if you do feel that whatever you do to try and help yourself lose weight whether it's eating a hundred percent perfectly for weeks on end and exercising perfectly weeks on end and you still have the fat around the middle it might be worth going to your GP and asking for some tests. So go see your healthcare provider and say, please may I have a, a, a hormone test because I'm holding on to weight around the middle and it's not shifting. I'm wondering if it's related to my hormones. Once again, I can help you with that if you want. Just email me or call me. So yes, estrogen uh, dominance. As your body struggles to maintain a hormone balance, your body fat becomes more valuable because estrogen is maintained by abdominal fat.
So estrogen dominance can also cause the thyroid gland to become sluggish, which is becoming more and more common. In my clinic, I see regularly people who have just been diagnosed or are on the borderline of having a thyroid issue. And it is more common for it to be a, a low thyroid, a hypothyroid rather than hyperthyroid. So if you have a sluggish thyroid, it can turn to weight gain. So uh, please do, if you need any help with that, do call me. Cortisol, also the stress hormone, <laughs> uh, tells the body to store fat. So excess cortisol causes weight gain and insulin resistance. High cortisol levels can occur when there is regular stress in your life. So you need to start maintaining your stress levels. If you find that you are somebody that tends to suffer from stress on a daily basis and it has been going on for a long time, you need to look into how you can maintain that stress, as in remove it from your life, maintain the way you act towards the stress, change the way you do it and maintain that pattern so you don't keep on getting the stress, physical and mental feelings that will then create your adrenals to cause a cortisol issue, which will then lead to weight gain and insulin resistance. Make the changes to stress and it might help you lose the weight. The body has wonderful mechanisms that if you help it along, it will help you. Okay, <laughs> has anybody ever said to you, well, you've been on a tube? Would you like a seat, madam? If you are not pregnant and you have been offered a seat on the tube, this might just be a good indication that you have a gut issue. What do you do? Well, if there's pain as well as the bloating and excess weight, I would recommend you go to see your healthcare practitioner who can advise you on what tests would need to be done and how to eat to get to the bottom of what is causing a gut issue. I've noticed in my clinic that many a person has said to me when I say to them, how long have you have the gut issue. They say, oh, for years, I've just lived with it, really. I've tried this and I've tried that and it hasn't worked. If it's been an ongoing gut issue or weight around the middle or throughout the whole of your body, always go and see somebody in the know. It's highly important. Just looking things up on the internet is not the answer because remember what I said at the beginning of this call, we are all different, okay? And your GP and your healthcare practitioner, your naturopath, whoever it is you want to see, will help you understand what is going on in your body and help you rectify it. With nutrition, it's not a therapy where you lie back and think of England. For example, acupuncture, massage. These are therapies where you actually don't have to do anything. With nutrition, you do. And that's where a lot of people have an issue. They need to understand that you will reap the rewards if you listen to your practitioner and you do what is asked of you. That is where you reap the rewards. Nutrition is therapy where you have to do something for yourself. And you will learn something about yourself as you go on that journey to heal yourself. When you see a GP, you might find out that your intestines are blocked for one reason or another, usually constipation. Colonics can sometimes help. That can ease the symptoms that you can have with a bloating tummy. Do send some questions through. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email them through and I will see them now and we can talk about it. Wait when you put your mind to it and you understand your body will come off, but it does take dedication from yourself. 
How do you start your day? Do you start your day by rushing around? Is that causing your cortisol to rise? Do you start your day by having a coffee, which acts as a diuretic on your body, which removes the nutrients from your body, which means you aren't getting the nutrients that will make you feel satiated, which will then make you feel hungry and you will binge on the wrong foods. One of my favorite rules when it comes to weight loss is what is in your cupboard and fridge at home. If there's anything refined or sugary that isn't fruit, then it shouldn't be there. Your home is your sanctuary and keep it that way. Your body is a temple. Go into your mind regularly and focus on how you should look after that temple. Okay? What is in your fridge? Is cheese in there? Is milk in there? Is a cake in there? How much butter do you put on your bread? Maybe you should go for the non-hydrogenated margarine organic for a little while. What's in your cupboard? Do you have tinned fruit in your cupboard that has added sugar? Do you have other tinned foods that have added sugar? Do you buy the fridge soups, the ones that have a short fridge life, that have added cream and sugar? All of this can account to weight gain. When you go to a restaurant, do you accept the bread that comes to the table? Just say no. You can do it. Be brave and just move on from the bread. Bread can really cause weight gain on a regular basis. Croissants can cause weight gain. Are you having a latte? Are you having something similar to a latte? These can cause weight gain. Think about all the milk that is in there. Some people have some very unusual concoctions from some of the coffee shops now that actually have syrup in. That's a no-no in my book. Not only is it not going to help you lose weight, but it's actually very good for your, very bad for your blood sugar level and very sticky on your, on your insides. So try and avoid those, those type of drinks if you can. Start the day with freshly squeezed lemon juice in water. Not every day, but you know, some days have that to drink. Maybe have a nice juice. Maybe have some juice days. Maybe have some soup days. Remember how you chew your food. If you chew your food slowly, it's known as soupy. If you get everything in your mouth almost into the state of soup, it's digested a lot better. It's assimilated through the body better. The nutrients are used and when you use your nutrients in your body, you feel more satiated. If you're a person that craves chocolate, your body's telling you that it needs something and you've trained your body to get it from the bar of chocolate, but it's the wrong source of nutrients. If you're craving the chocolate, you are more than likely needing to balance your minerals, balance your proteins, and certainly balance your essential fatty acids. If you get those nutrients in your body, keep at it, keep at it. At some point, you will find that you will not be craving those bars of chocolate. And how many of you have a bar of chocolate in your home right now? And if any of you are thinking it's for the kids, because the kids shouldn't have it at home either. There's so many wonderful, sweet foods you can eat that are not manufactured confectionery. Now, as you know, there have been, it's known that there are certain chocolate bars that have 15 teaspoons of sugar in them. What is that doing to your and your children's insides? Even if it has five teaspoons in, what is it doing to you? You know, we're a nation that are turning into obesity and into a diabetic epidemic. It is getting worse. Only us can take control of us as an individual. We have to take care of the children of the future and make sure that those foods are not in our house where we become more susceptible to heading towards the cookie jar, heading towards the fridge with the cakes in. If these foods are always in our home, we will eat them. Always keep your food at home nice and healthy. When you go to a restaurant, try and add the salad first. 
to satiate yourself, to alkalize yourself. Look at your portion sizes. If you are eating big portions, have a good think about why you could be doing that. And is it a certain type of food you're heading to all the time? Because if it is, then your body is possibly lacking in a nutrient that it really needs that you're heading it down the wrong path. So go back to your books or go and see a nutritionist or a naturopath. Go and see somebody who will find out what it is that your body is lacking in and that if you put that in your life, you will see a change. Now, none of these changes happen overnight. Remember, this isn't a therapy of lie back and think of England and, whoa, I feel great all of a sudden. This is a therapy where it takes time. Your body has to work on so much information. It has to get through barriers that we've created. Once these barriers have been broken down and the body can function better and the nutrients go into your body and you feel more satiated, you will not have those cravings so much. Cravings come when the body either has excess of something in it or not enough of something in it. If you keep giving yourself white wheat bread, your brain starts to think that's what it should always have. You need to retrain your brain. If your body keeps thinking it wants chocolate, your body is more than likely lacking in a nutrient. If you can make these changes, you will reap the rewards. And of course, exercise comes into weight loss. If you have tried exercising, let's say you've gone hmm, to the gym every day and it doesn't work for you, then maybe that's not the exercise that you should be doing. Maybe you should try a little bit of intense workout in short spurts. Maybe you should try Pilates or maybe you should try yoga. Remember, what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another. Drinking water is really important to help flush out the system, flush out the excess um, xenoestrogens, flush out those excess hormones that we do not want to get held into your fatty deposits, okay? This is all very, very, very relevant to helping you feel more balanced. Your hormones play such a big part in balancing your weight. Okay, so thank you. Another question's come through. Does a gluten-free diet help with weight loss? That's a very good question, and I would say the answer is yes. The reason being is gluten is very much what it says in the packet, <laughs> in the word gluten. Gluten is a little bit like wallpaper paste. It's like there's a little man inside your intestines coating your intestines with glue. Now, if you can imagine you've got that glue coating inside your intestines, how are you going to absorb your nutrients? You're not. And if you do, not as well as you'd like it to be. Okay, if you're not absorbing your nutrients, you will not feel satiated. And what will that make you do? Go and eat again. So excess gluten does not help. Remove the gluten for a little while and see if that does help. Now, another lovely question's come through. Do you advocate a vegetarian lifestyle? Actually, I do. And if, oh, but only, only if you do it correctly. If you do not do a vegetarian lifestyle correctly, you will become ill and you can gain weight. If you do a vegetarian lifestyle correctly, your mind will be clearer, your bowels will be clearer and it will help you lose weight. Okay. Now, some people do eat just a little bit of meat maybe once a week. That's fine as long as it's free range and organic. If it is not organic, as most of you know, growth hormones are injected into animals. You then eat the meat. Those growth hormones can affect your estrogen levels and other hormones, which on a long-term basis 
can cause weight gain. Unfortunately, it has been scientifically proven now that the younger generation, who unfortunately um, eat from takeaways on a regular basis from uh, chicken and chip shops, they eat so much chicken on a weekly basis. Those chickens have been injected with the growth hormones. It is now affecting our youngsters' fertility. Okay, we're going back to the xenoestrogens, estrogen dominance. So the question was, do I advocate uh, a vegetarian lifestyle? Yes, I do, as long as you do it correctly. Okay, if you need help with that, you're more than welcome to come for a consultation. Okay, I have another question here. Whoa, it's a long one, but let's see what we can do. It's somebody says that they go to the gym most days and can't lose the fat tummy. Well, my love, basically everything I have said, if you put that into place, let's see what happens. Watch that space. <laughs> Watch that tummy space and let's see it go. Okay, so this person went to the doctor and saw a nutritionist and they all say your weight, her weight is okay. It says my weight is okay, my size and my age but I'm not happy with that. Without seeing you, and I cannot judge, I'm afraid. If I could see you, then we could talk. So good luck, and I hope you lose the weight that you need to lose. It's important that we do not go underweight, because then you will become malnourished, okay? Do not starve yourself. Those diets do not work, okay? If you are somebody that stops eating lots and lots of foods, for example, carbs and good essential fatty acids for a long period of time and then you reintroduce them, it, it's not a good diet. If you starve yourself, your body goes into starvation mode and then it holds on to everything for dear life to make sure that you do not starve to death. It's a natural mechanism. That's why, very sadly, you see in third world countries children who are literally starving to death, who have pot bellies. Their body is frantically trying to hold on to whatever it is to give them the nutrients and to stop them from dying. So the point I want to make here is please do not starve yourself. It is not the answer. The answer is to eat a well-balanced diet. And then if you know you are healthy and you have been eating well, you could go on a juice fast because it has all the nutrients in and that will help. If you do have any questions, please do call or email and uh, when I have time, I shall definitely answer your question for you. And please do keep sending in the uh, questions while on the lunch with Angie. I love them coming in so I can help you on a more personal level. I look forward to... Uh, uh, listening to you, uh, speaking to you all next week. I can see another question has come through. I shall answer that on a personal level. Okay, so have a happy day and speak to you next week. Thank you. Bye. bloated? Is your energy levels really low? Do you find everything that you eat goes straight to fat? My name is Candice and I am the naturopathic nutritionist at Nosh Detox. I'm here to tell you that your body needs a rest. If that sounds like you, you are ready to try a Nosh Juice Fast. A juice fast is the most natural way for your body to detox while providing you all the life-saving minerals and vitamins that your body needs and craves. From beginners to advanced juices, we have all the options that may be available to you or suited to you. Call me on 0845-257-6674 or go to 
noshdetox.com and click on the right program for you. I'm right here to help you and support you. Thank you. Detox is an award-winning company for your ultimate health improvement. Nosh Detox System works on all areas of the body, having dealt with thousands of clients whose health dramatically improved within days. For more details, visit noshdetox.com. Noshdetox.com. Good evening, this is Living Raw Radio and this is your host, Gita Sidhu Rob, coming to you this evening to talk about, we're going to talk about what we're really good at talking about. We're going to talk about the fact that people get stressed and the more stressed they get, the more they look for a solution. And the more that they look for a solution, the more that you have to get raw in order to uncover the solution. I know, it sounds really corny, but you know you really do. You have to get down to... What stresses you? What's causing the problem for you? What What is it that doesn't work for you? Because if you can work that out, then you have a solution. You can implement it, you can make it work, and you can see what happens going forward. Now, sometimes that doesn't help you very much. So you look for other solutions and you think, okay, how about if I change this? How about if I change this? I mean, personally, I try chocolate biscuits quite often and thought, how about if I just try chocolate biscuits and I'll see if that works? And you know what? It didn't work. I was completely horrified. So then I had to go find something else. Cake didn't work either. And then I had to get serious. And I found that I had at different stages in my life to look for different things. So if you come to, you know, like you have watersheds, I think. You have certain watersheds. They used to call it, it's it's a well-known phenomenon. They used to call it things like the seven ages of man and going, that's why you have a teenage, you have a midlife crisis because each element of life and aging that you go through kind of has its own trials, it has its own tribulations. And in modern life where things change so much, so much more than it did for our parents, for example, and for our grandparents, we have different life experiences we go through. And we have to find coping mechanisms to deal with all of these things. I mean, what was my watershed, if I think about it? I think, I mean, going to school is a watershed. Coming out of school is a watershed. Going to university is another one. Right, And when you are looking at how you, I don't know, your first date's a watershed, your first relationship's a watershed, (laughs) your first divorce is really a watershed, the one that says we're not going to do it again. There's lots of watersheds. I mean, you know, what did you do to find your way through your watersheds? I don't know. I, I think that there are different things that you can and can't do. I found that, well, I was going to say, actually, that, that I read a lot, and I found that that was my form of escapism, that if I could escape, then I find it easier to cope with the whole place. I have my best friend eats a lot. She she looks at, at a stressful situation, and it looks back at her in the shape of food, frankly. She sits and eats her way through the entire process. My ex looked at stress, and back at him looked a bottle of whiskey, um, and that was kind of what worked for him. My teenage son looks at stress, and what looks back at him is is his computer, and he thinks that's great. That's exactly how he wants to cope. So 
who are we to judge? I mean, you know, whatever works, that's fine. Because if it works for you and this is what works, I think you should do it. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone, doesn't cost you too much money, and you don't put on, you know, too much weight, because buying a new wardrobe is deeply boring, then that's all good for me. The thing about change, really, is that one of the, in my experience, you tend to find that women embrace change um, a lot more, um, and they embrace it in their lives and their personas and in their friendships more. I'm not sure why that is. Um, I think that comes down to a couple of things. I think it's because um, they can talk to their friends and they say, you know, I don't like this. I don't like where I am. I don't like how I feel. I don't like him. I don't like her. And you get instant feedback because your friends will sit there and say, well, you know, I don't, I like him. I like her. I think you wrong. I think you're right. Let's go get drunk or whatever it is that your friends say for you. But being able to air your emotions almost forces you into some kind of situation. It used to be that when you get broke up marriages, it was almost always the women that left. And even now, I think it's unusual for men to leave relationships because they tend to leave to go to someone else, whereas women will embrace change just for itself. So, in Nosh today, we get a lot of women writing into us saying, you know, I don't like what I'm doing and I want to change. I don't know how to do it. And when we ask them why they want to change or what they're doing, because, you know, we deal with food, we deal with health, we deal with wellness. What we're saying to them is, what stresses you out right now? What stresses are you under? Why are you stressed? What's causing these problems? And we're finding that... that what they're saying is that they're finding it difficult to manage where they are today. And if they're difficult, finding it difficult to manage where they are today, they kind of think that if they go somewhere else, it will be easier for them to, 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 to live with what they're doing. And, you know, it's like, is it the turtle or the tortoise? You carry your, your back. You carry your whole life on your back. It goes where you're going. So you can change every situation you're in, but you're not going to change basically who you are and you'll take yourself with yourself. So, I, I mean, I've always found that a really interesting concept. And I, when when I came, I came from a really traditional background and you kind of were supposed to do what you were meant to do, when you were meant to do it, and how you were meant to do it. And if you didn't do that, it was quite difficult. Um, and I found that going through change for me was very hard because I could only go through change on certain rules and regulations that I've been taught. You have to do this, your family is this, you are this, your reputation is that, your behavior must be like that. And I, I kind of didn't get very far. I got to my early 20s and thought, this is just such rubbish. I can't cope with change and these regulations. One thing or the other has to go. Either I don't change and I slowly die, or I change, but then I can't do what I'm expected to do. And... I don't know how many of you have, have, have felt like that, but it is, it, I think it is, it's a choice that we have to make again and again. And then if you're a woman, you've got to add to that the layer of being a mother. You've got to add to it the layer of being a wife or a partner. And the layer, and those things, the layer of being a friend, but, but those two things add a huge complexity to the situation because whose happiness do you put first? Yours? Theirs? somebody else's, we could find a random person to put their happiness first too. But it's like the British Airways, um, you know, the airlines when they have the, the oxygen mask. 
who comes first? You put the mask on your face first, and then you go to help the person sitting next to you. And we don't do that as women. It's just not culturally bred into us. So we find ourselves putting up with huge amounts of stress. We find ourselves putting up with huge amounts of rubbish, and sometimes abuse, and sometimes difficulty. And you say, why are you doing that? Why are you living in this life? Why are you staying here? And you're saying, well, it's because it's for the kids. It's because I'm too scared to be on my own. It's because I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this to do. And I'm not judging that. I mean, I'm I'm a really, really, I've done those things myself. And I'm a great believer in the fact that you should try and take the easy way out as long as possible until suddenly you wake up one day and realize it's not the easy way out. Um, and it's been really, really painful um, because you have to pay consequences, unexpected consequences that you didn't think of. So you can stay in an unhappy marriage and not think that it makes any difference to you, but it is. It's making you sick. It's making your kids unhappy. It's bringing you out in a rash. Or you can be in a job you really hate. Your hair starts to fall out. You lose weight or you gain loads of weight because you just eat so much. These these are all things that we do as coping mechanisms. Um, so my guest today is somebody who I find fascinating because I went through a divorce and I don't know what my I think my coping mechanism was to yell really really loudly for about a year and a half every time something went wrong. <laughs> so I dealt with it badly. Um, I'm hoping the children will forget as they get older. And I worked. I worked all the time because it just kept me busy. So I didn't have massively intelligent coping mechanisms, I don't think. But, you know, there are people that find better ways to do it. There are people that, that, you know, can cope better. They look for other solutions. They look for how, you know, they can work with their lives better. So today's guest is an amazing woman, and Emma went through personal trials and tribulations and she was a mother and she found that that she just needed to find different strategies to cope with her life and Emma became a Buddhist. Now, that never I mean, I'm Indian and that never occurred to me. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to look to go and become a Buddhist because there wasn't anybody in my vicinity of friends that was a Buddhist. Um, so possibly that that's why it never came up. But, and, and, you know, what does that mean? There were people that wear orange and sing, um, and there were people that don't do that, because, like, I employ a Buddhist who is deeply hip and trendy, and she's 26. And and so where in, in that would I have found some comfort? I don't know, but I know a woman who does. Um, and Emma will, will come on and hopefully is out there and is going to come and have a chat with us about this. Um is is Emma there? Hi, I am here. Hello. Yay! There was a minute there where I thought, oh my God, I've lost Emma. No, I'm here. <laughs> Hi, did you get to hear some of my intro? I did. I did. I heard all of it. And it's um, and it, it's great. It was great. Well, no, it was a very round segue around this happens to everyone. Yeah. And yet, uh, can you t- tell me a little bit, because you were an actor... In your, in your, when you were younger, right? Yes, I started acting, I think, at about 18. And I was very fortunate. I did a lot of telly and film, and, and, um, and, and I was with the National for a year. And then I went 
I, my husband and I split up. And because I was always filming away, I just decided that, you know, I had two small children and it, you know, I didn't want to leave them. So I was very fortunate that voiceovers for TV and radio commercials took over. And I was able to do that. What, sorry, say that home. again. And what took over? Voiceovers. Voiceovers. Uh, voice, took over. Yeah. Voiceovers for radio and TV commercials. And, but you um, make that sound effortless. Sorry, there's a whole story in there. So you were you were acting and you were travelling a lot. I was acting and I was I was you know because you'd go on location um, and uh, and I had actually because the children were quite little, I actually tried to wind down doing as much because I you know I I wanted to be at home with them. And I how old were they? Oh well, um, when my husband and I separated. My son was three, and my daughter Sadie was four and a half, nearly five. So they were very little, and that's so, really tiny, isn't it? That, that's very tiny. That's very little. So I just, you know, a I I wasn't happy at the time, so I didn't really want to to go off and and leave them, um, and I kind of needed to be at home with them. Um, so, so I was able, luckily, amazingly, fortunately, I did a voiceover for a TV commercial just as a test for someone, and the client. What made you think it. of it? They just came and said, "Would you do a voiceover for this?" They said, "Would I?" Yeah, they just said, "Would I do this test for them?" So, um, so I did, and but the the clients liked it, so and they used it. So I thought, oh gosh, you know, that's quite good. That's a good way of earning a bit of money, staying in the business, but actually just popping up to London because we lived in the country, popping up and down from London and not, not actually being away from the kids. So it was great. Oh, fantastic. And how long does, I mean, for example, voiceovers, how long does, does is a job? Is it like an hour, half an hour? Is it longer? And how often would you work in a week? Well, you know, you get books for an hour um, on, and sometimes a bit more, but generally you're out in about 20 minutes. And, uh, oh, and I, I guess, oh, I know. I mean, amazing. You have no responsibility other than walking in, <laughs> doing the best you can do in that time and, and doing what you hope they want. And then leaving and then thinking, thank you. You know, it was, it, it, it's a, it's a terrific thing to do. And, and it's also keeping your hand in, you know, with work. And I suppose, you know, I was up, I was up in London most days working, which, which is lovely. Um, so yeah, very you know, very fortunate to be doing that. Well, that's just amazing. Well, it's not like often that you get a voiceover artist anywhere near you. So I just thought I'd take the opportunity to find out how it works. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got to be the most crazy. unusual profession. I know it's it's a, it's a silly job, really, because you you kind of, especially well for me as I live in the country, I sort of it takes me an hour and a half maybe sometimes to get into London. I'm there for twenty minutes do my day's work and I'm out again and it's and it's terrific I mean I'm really fortunate really really fortunate I you know and I love doing it and you meet some lovely people and it's it's fun oh well that's fantastic well I, I, yes I'm going to look up some voiceover agencies tomorrow morning as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we start and see how that whole thing works I think it's a yeah. really good idea yeah. um, and you have really a really melodious voice oh well thank you well I my father is a broadcaster, and 
and oh, has wow. been for many, many years and, and is still at the age of nearly 87, still has a radio show um, with Radio 2. And so I think it's in the family that we have, you know, we're lucky we, we can have a voice that we can use, you know. So that Yeah, and also you've got the background, haven't you? So you, you're all kind of in the same thing and it doesn't hold that much yeah. terror. That's, that's oh, right, fantastic. that's right. Well, sometimes it that's does. So it depends what you're doing. Sometimes it can be, you can be doing something and it's, and it's a bit terrifying, but not yeah. normally. <laughs> so I'm just we, we're going to go to break in about a minute, and I just wanted before we go, um, tell me. So you, you, really, what we're talking, I mean, and it is personal. And so, if there's anything that you feel is too personal, tell me to get stuffed. But <laughs> I just want to understand how you, you clearly went. When did you first become a Buddhist, and and really why? Could you just give me? An, an idea of the, in the circumstances leading up to you thinking, okay, this is something I'm now going to think about. Well, my sister, um, Joanna, she practiced Buddhism for about five or six years before I started. And I always thought, you know, wonderful for Joe, terrific, but, you know, no thank you, not for me. I didn't Why really did you think that? Well, I don't really know. I think ignorance and also my life was, you know, going along very nicely and everything was, you know, I, I don't think I felt I had a need for it. I've never been a, I've never really been a particularly religious person. Our background is we're Jewish. Um, and, but I, I've never really felt that I was, um, was anything really. I was just sort of part of the universe. And um, but when my husband and I split up, and actually, you know, you talking earlier about that it's normally—I think you said it's very often the woman that leaves, um, yeah. But or the man leaves if there is somebody else, and that is yeah. what happened. That's what happened with me. Um, my ex left. Oh, sorry. Well, actually, it was turns out to be one of the best things that could have ever happened. <laughs> but, but yes, I feel like that too. Yeah, but at the time, it was really, really tough. And I had these two gorgeous little people, um, you know, my 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 son and, and daughter, my oldest son and daughter. And so, anyway, I was in a, you know, I was in a bad way. I, you know, I wasn't quite sure why we'd split up. And I and I also thought, was he coming back? Or I, I really didn't know. And I was in a bad way. And my sister, Joanna, said to me, Emma, if you want to change your life, chant Namyoho Renge Kyo. And I thought, okay, I'll do anything. You know, I'll, I'll do whatever. So. Okay, I, okay, say, just, just do me a favor and say that again, but slowly. The chant? Nam, the, the chant. Yep. It's Nam Myo Ho Renge Kyo. Nam Myo Ho Renge Kyo. And you, just chant that over and over again. Um, and, and what? How did it feel when you first started doing it? Did you feel silly? Yes, I felt really silly. Actually, to be completely honest, what I did first of all was um, I, I have a horse, and um, I would go out on my horse, and I would be riding through the woods, nobody else around. So I would be chanting on my horse, and then I thought, hmm. 
And I'd, I'd also be doing it in the car, and I'd be sitting in a traffic jam, and I'd be sitting there chanting. And then I thought, actually, it would be a really good idea if I could just sit still somewhere and just chant, not moving, not riding, not driving. And I did. I felt, I don't think it was silly. I felt self-conscious, I think, to begin with. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's what I meant. I kind of, I felt yeah. silly meaning. Yes, no, you, I wow. know what you meant. Yeah, and you're right. It's sort of a, it's sort of a, it, it, you do feel kind of self-conscious. However, the effect it had on my life very quickly was so tremendous that I, I soon kind of learned more about the practice and, and what the actual practice involved. And, it, it, you know, it did and has, I mean, there's no way 23 years later, I'd still be practicing if I hadn't had most amazing benefit and changes in my life and know that that's also affected other people because it's not just for oneself. It's like the... No, body. but well, you you're a mother. It's everybody around you, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you, so, you throw the pebble in the pond and you get the ripple effect. bloated? Is your energy levels really low? Do you find everything that you eat goes straight to fat? My name is Candice and I am the naturopathic nutritionist at Nosh Detox. I'm here to tell you that your body needs a rest. If that sounds like you, you are ready to try a Nosh Juice Fast. A juice fast is the most natural way for your body to detox while providing you all the life-saving minerals and vitamins that your body needs and craves. From beginners to advanced juices, we have all the options that may be available to you or suited to you. Call me on 0845-257-6674 or go to noshdetox.com and click on the right program for you. I'm right here to help you and support you. Thank you. Detox is an award-winning company for your ultimate health improvement. Nosh Detox system works on all areas of the body, having dealt with thousands of clients whose health dramatically improved within days. For more details, visit noshdetox.com. Noshdetox.com. 